welcome to Redeemer Online, where we give you a glimpse into the Redeemer community so that you can feel more connected and loved and empowered to become more like Jesus. My name is Terry Anderson, and this is your Monday kickoff. During these Monday segments, our goal is to provide you with scripture, encouragement, and food for thought as you journey in this upcoming week. I want to encourage you to keep your eyes and your ears open for how God is moving and speaking to you. If you were able to be with us yesterday, we began a new sermon series entitled, And He Will Be Called. And this series is actually based on Isaiah 9-6, where we read, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Each of the four weeks of Advent, we're going to be focusing on one of those names for Christ. And yesterday, we did take time and look at the wonderful counselor. As I thought about today, I thought it would be of great value for us just to talk about the word Advent and to look at all three possible areas of focus for you during Advent. You know, Advent actually comes from the word, the Latin word, Adventus, which means arrival or coming. And during this time of Advent, it's an opportunity for each and every one of us to reflect back and celebrate that miraculous birth of Christ and remember all the people that God used to actually make that happen. And then it's an opportunity for us to look ahead and remember that Jesus will one day come back and restore everything to that perfect state. And then lastly, an opportunity for us to look within. And we're going to spend a little bit more time on that looking within. You know, more than 2,000 years ago in Bethlehem, God arrived humbly in human form as a helpless baby, a very dependent baby. Thousands of years before his birth, God had promised, actually all the way back in Genesis 3.15, he made a promise of a Savior for you and for me. And all the way through the Old Testament, in and out of each and every one of those books, we see that that promise continues. And then when we get to Isaiah 7.14, we hear these words from the prophet Isaiah. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and he will be called Emmanuel. What a precious opportunity we have during Advent to look intently at one or all of the Gospels that share information about the birth of Jesus. And as you read through those Gospels, I encourage you to ask the wonderful counselor to point out to you words that really stand out or individuals that are in that story of his birth. You know, I think often at Christmas we so, so solely focus on the Luke Gospel, but there is information in each of the four Gospels that relate to Christ's birth. And I encourage you to compile all of those, to read through those and see what are the details that maybe you've forgotten over the years? Uh, who are the individuals? You know, I think of Zachariah and Elizabeth. You know, often we just kind of brush over that and don't spend a whole lot of time investigating what it is that God did in their lives too. With actual, and that actually in itself affected 
uh, Jesus' birth, too. So I think it's important for us to take the time. I guarantee you, you won't be disappointed when you look at all of that. There's just a wealth of information that's in there. You know, secondly, we can look forward. No one knows the exact date. Uh, scripture is very clear to us uh, from Matthew 24, 30. At that time, the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky, and all the nations of the earth will mourn. They'll see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. You know, there will come a day when Jesus Christ is going to return to this earth. We don't know the when. Only God himself knows when that's going to take place. But that's going to be a marvelous day uh, for all of us. It's a day of accountability. And Jesus will reign over his entire creation with perfection in love and also in justice. And, you know, thinking about that day just fills us with hope. It's an anticipation of what's to come. And isn't that something that we really need during these days of uncertainty? I know I've talked to many that talk about the uncertainty for the days ahead, but we have that hope that doesn't disappoint within us, and that is something that can carry us through in these unprecedented times, and not only in these unprecedented times, but all the way to that day when Jesus Christ does return. And then there's that looking within. You know, Advent really is kind of a prelude to Christmas, and it's a time for us to quiet our hearts and draw closer to God. And I always look at it as a time of refreshment for me to come to a greater understanding of who this Emmanuel, what it really means to have God uh, with us. And so as I think about that uh, today, I want us to reflect you know, on the incarnation of God in the person of Jesus Christ. You know, John 1.14 says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Have you ever really spent time and pondered what that meant for Jesus Christ to come and be on this earth? Uh, who had never been exposed to sin and who was perfect himself, I often wonder what that was like for him, probably maybe more emotionally than anything, to see all of the sin around him and to see all of these individuals who he greatly and deeply loved having to deal with the sin that was in the world. I mean, he probably knew what the resolution was, but he still walked the earth and he saw all of those places where people ached, uh, where people did not have what they needed, uh, where people were experiencing things physically and emotionally and spiritually and psychologically that he knew that he was the answer, but it just wasn't the timing yet. And so I think about that often and what, what a sacrifice that really was for him. And then I think of the beautiful picture of the incarnation that is in John 1, those first, I think it's first four verses. Uh, it is just so beautiful. And so I'm not even going to read it to you today. I'm going to challenge you to get your Bible out and actually read that uh, for yourself. Uh, as you look at that. So that's one thing, is for us to really think about that sacrifice that was made of Christ actually coming to the earth. And then in 1 Corinthians 6.19, it says, Did you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, whom God has given you? You are not your own. You know, I am always blown away by the fact that God made the choice 
to dwell within us. You know, he wouldn't have had to have done that, but he did choose to do that. And so think as close as your breath is to you, as you breathe in and out, that is how close God is to you every day, every single day. And I know that in my own life, I, I'm just speaking for myself here, I sometimes think I can take the Holy Spirit for granted in my life. You know, sometimes it's the Holy Spirit is always there, and so there's a taking for granted that takes place that I, I guess I'm not very proud of, but I know it happens in my life, so I have to acknowledge it and give that up to the Lord over and over again and say, you know, forgive me, Lord, for taking you uh, for granted. But I think, could it be at this time of Advent, when I talked about refreshment before, that's when we can come and spend that extra time and deepen our awareness of that Holy Spirit that's in us. I just, I'm just blown away by that. Uh, thirdly, in 1 John 1:47, we read, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. You know, as each and every one of us go through our day, our day uh, what if we continually looked? I mean, we're um, looking, you know, just like for a treasure. You know, think of those treasures that you're looking for. Uh, it might even be that lost sock that you can't find in the dryer. You know, I know that happens at every house, too. But um, if we continually looked uh, to find and keep a real connection, to God's presence uh, with us. You know, I'm currently in a Bible study uh, that I've been involved with for years. And one of the things that they are doing uh, the last few years, the very first question every week for us, is to ask ourselves where we have seen God working in our life through the week. And I've adapted that to my own personal life where I have been intentional about asking myself every single day, Terry, where is it? that you've seen God work in your life today. And you know, often for me, it comes from seeing a beautiful sunrise or a sunset, or there have been those times when I watched a deer walk up the hill in uh, our backyard, and just, you know, sometimes those things just literally, you know, take our breath away. Um, or it's been when I've had a conversation with a close friend and she shared how the Lord is taking um, her through a difficult situation. Or when I've had the opportunity to pray with somebody and the Lord downloads these words that really minister to somebody's mind and heart that I had no idea of knowing that that was going to bless them in that way. But that's how God works in my life and that's how he works in your life too. He wants to be very actively involved in every aspect of our life and not only involved, he wants to delight us. Every single one of us. He wants to delight us because that's how much he loves us. And so when I come to those places in my mind where I think about I've taken the Lord for granted, I always like to go back and say, where are you, Lord? Where did I see you today, Lord? Or sometimes in, his, in that exact moment, maybe it's in a moment of discouragement where you just kind of call out and say, where are you in this, Lord? Where are you? So no matter where that is, he's there. He lives within us. And so I hope that blesses you today um, and makes you more aware of how to really be thankful during this time of Advent as you uh, look more and more at who God is 
uh, in your life. He just loves you so much. And um, so I want to encourage you to keep, get into the Word, look for those places, um, and ask God what it is that He really wants to focus your attention on to give Him thanks for. Because He really does love you and wants to delight you. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. And I want to take that time to pray with you today, too. So would you please join me in prayer? Gracious and loving Heavenly Father, um, thanks for being here with us uh, in this at noon time. Lord, I thank you that uh, your Holy Spirit dwells within us. I thank you for the ebb and flow that come with seasons, Lord. And as we look at being in this Advent season, uh, I pray, Lord, that you would be with us and show us exactly what it is that you want us to see. Father, could it be that um, you want us to focus maybe even on just on Isaiah 9-6, where it lists all those beautiful attributes of your Son, wonderful Counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Or Lord, are you calling us to engage in each one of the Gospels, to read through um, and put all of those pieces together, to look at all those individuals, individuals that you brought together uh, so that your Son could come to this earth for our benefit. Um, could that be what you're calling us to? Or Lord, are you calling us individually to look for those places where you are actively working and moving because you dwell within us and you're asking us to just look for those places? I pray, Lord, that um, we would just delight in those things and give that delight back to you in praise and honor. You are an amazing God, a God that so loved us that you were willing to send your son to die for us so that we might have the privilege of you living within us. And so, Father, I just pray for each and every individual that's here today. I would ask, Lord, that you would make yourself very present to them, present to the point that it, you would be palpable uh, to them as they go throughout this day and this coming week. In the powerful and the very precious name of Jesus the Christ, we pray. And all God's saints near and far said, Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today at Redeemer Online. And if you'd like more information about what's happening here at Redeemer, I just encourage you to go to Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, or you can also go to our website at RedeemerMN.org to always find out more. A blessed Advent to each and every one of you. Bye-bye now.